listening to NY Just Fans with host Charmin, um, Kristen Davin, uh, as we as we finally hit the end of the season. Um, you can say it's finally playoff time, even though the Jets are not in it. Like, uh, I, I don't think we, I don't think, I don't know if y'all got any uh, real, uh, real saying on on the Patriots beating the Jets as we all thought it would be uh, 38 to 3. It was kind of like, to me, it was kind of like deja vu. It was kind of like oh. deja vu from, from last year when, when Muhammad Wilkinson and uh, Adams got into it after the game. So I don't, I don't know. It was it was deja vu for me more about like the way the defense played, the blown plays, the miscommunications, you know, all that stuff. That that was the deja vu. It was like they and then nobody it's it's like the last game in the whole season. Nobody still don't know how to run the plays. The limited amount of uh coverages the Jets play. You have let's say I don't know the number, but specific but I don't know the specific number, but they, they don't call that many coverage schemes so the Jets run let's say five coverage schemes you play that many games and you still don't know you know where you're supposed to be you know I don't know like, anyway it's a good riddance I mean <laughs> all good um, I'm, I respect Todd Bowles as a man whatever dude but as a coach a good riddance to you and your and your coaches you know I think I think we need a new smell in here you know that smell was getting rancid <laughs> <laughs> we, we're true. done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Enough of that. Both, uh, we we done said that uh, this was basically your last season as a coach with the Jets, and as soon as I posted the, uh, the as soon as I posted that last episode, then then that then they said you was going to be gone. Um, I wish you nothing but the best. Uh, maybe maybe you'll be a coach in Arizona. Maybe not, but uh, wish you the best. And uh, your journey, uh, Mr. Bowles. But yeah, we definitely need needed. We need something new. We need somebody that can that can win with a, with basically a quarterback. With you know, with the quarterback that we have, you know. So yeah, you. So yeah, you had to. You know, yeah, you had to go, Mr. Bowles. Uh, wish you nothing but the best. Nothing, nothing against it. You know, it's a lot of a lot of fans that you know that that said much harsher words about you. But that's all I'm saying. Good luck on your journey. Yeah, I, you know, I always I, I like Bowles, but I think I, we've said it a few times on here is that maybe he's just not ready to be a head coach. You know, I think he's better as a DC right now. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah, uh, maybe eventually he'll be a head coach. I, I think he'll get he'll probably get interviews for uh, head coaching jobs too. But I think he's better fit for the defensive, you know, coordinator. So, so I, I actually have a question for you guys, and and I have my own opinion about it. I after you guys go, I'll go. I was think, um, did you guys um, listen to Chris Johnson's uh, interview, uh, end of season interview, where he said that the dynamic is that the coach doesn't even report to the GM, that the coach needs reports to him first. Did you hear that? Uh, that yeah, yeah. I think I think in my opinion, I think it's uh. It's kind of crazy, you know. It's kind of crazy and ridiculous. Um, I I don't know. Maybe the maybe he don't have that much trust in Mac. Maybe maybe Mac. Maybe that's saying that Mac job is on the line as well. Um, I don't know. Like that's just my opinion. I think maybe because he know like listen, you you need to start making this team a winning team. This this season was supposed to be all about growth and he's and 
only a tiny bit, only like 10% of these guys show growth, you know, and, and 90% haven't. So now hmm. it's like Chris Johnson is like, well, you know, we went from five and 11 that could have possibly been like an eight, nine win, winning season, you know, with all the stupid mistakes to like a four, a four and 12 discombobulated team. Yeah, exactly. Chris, so, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. I totally agree. I, I didn't. We didn't see the growth on his team whatsoever. Certain yeah. players, yeah. So, but you what know. do you what do you think about the whole dynamic that Chris Johnson pointed out that that the coaches don't report to the GM is like a coach reporting straight to the owner? Kind of, does that sound like something that you're comfortable with? No, not no. at all. I don't like it at all. But unfortunately, that's what we got to deal with. You this know? is the situation that we have to deal with, and I feel yeah. like I said the only reason I why definitely I don't agree say with that. It. Is because I think he because Mac is at the end of his rope, so so but, it's like. But this know. is this is my yeah. issue with the whole thing. That this yeah. is why mm-hmm. I have I have agreed with Chris or and been pounding the table for the firing of the GM. The the GM, you know, is because if this is the re- if you so against your GM that you don't even give him a, a direct line to his right. coach, why not just fire him? And start from scratch. Mm. What are you? What are you doing? Playing games with a with a front office like that? Because in reality, <laughs> I listen. I don't. I don't. I. I don't. I don't know anything about business. Not anything as much as these people. These people make millions of dollars. I'm just standing right. in my room talking. But from my point of view, and from almost anybody's point of view that I've ever heard in that speak anything about. Uh, 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 football and front office uh, 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 maneuverings and stuff like that. It makes absolutely no sense because the owner is most likely not a football guy. He has, mm. he knows he owns a football team, but he hasn't played football. He hasn't no. been in football. He hasn't <laughs> scouted. He wasn't a coach. He doesn't have any clue to the way coaches and GMs do business. Why would you involve yourself in that conversation? Right. Now, because what you're doing, because I'm just saying, like, in any kind of, kind of business, what you would do as the owner or CEO of a place is you hire the best guy to run your spot, and then you let the guy do what he got to do. That way you could hold him accountable for whatever happens because he's the one in charge. And he reports to you, not you cut off the line of communication. Or it's kind of like a weird dynamic that makes absolutely no sense to me. And this is my one of the reasons as I was telling, I, I told you guys I would have a David moment. Because in reality, if that's the kind of dynamic the Jets are going to do, it's like somebody on, on, on one of the networks said that the Jets was trying to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> And that sounds ridiculous. It does. Because it makes you are, no sense. You already are, are one of the insignificant teams in the NFL because we're all we've been at we've been at home for the last eight years watching the playoffs. And mm. and and on top of that, on top of the fact that you you have a roster that's filled with holes, you know, the only thing going for you is two players. And you're telling me, on top of all those difficulties. You're gonna you wanna get a high-end coach and you you're gonna tell him, oh, you're not gonna be sitting in a room with your my GM speaking, 
you're gonna have to speak to me first. What? Yeah, that makes no sense. I, to be honest, I, I can't see a head coach like McCar- I can't see any head exactly. coach exactly agreeing to this. So, I'm sure when they do the interviews, I'm sure it's gonna be worded a different way. You know, I I can't. See, it just doesn't make sense. Like you just like just what you're saying. It makes absolute no sense to do it that way. No sense. There's no positives. Even if let's just say for argument's sake. Because I think the Cowboys do this too, kind of with Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. But let I understand. But at least Jerry Jones knows a little bit about football. Not yeah. enough to to really do this. But why hire a GM if this is what you're going to do? What what is the GM there for then? Mm. And and you this, and and you and you watch the and watch the Cowboys dynamics, right? Oh, forget yeah, and, they're a mess. They're a and mess. this is one of the reasons why they're always a team. People make fun of the Cowboys, right? You know. The only reason why they, they they actually get great players and do great things is because they're Jerry Cowboys. Jones has a lot of clout. Right. And most of the people he does hire, they're good football people, other than their head coach. But that's not my opinion. Whatever. Well, the only reason but why anyway. he's still there is because <laughs> of Jerry Jones. Yeah, because... because that's his boy. Yeah. But, <laughs> exactly. but, but I'm just saying, like, you know, um, I, like their defensive coach, I have – a lot of, and, and I think most NFL people have um, a lot of respect for their for his, for his D- DC, the defensive coach, and, and and you could tell the dude knows what he's doing because look at that defense, it's ridiculous. And um, yes, Jerry Jones at least has had a ridiculous amount of years of experience because he's owned the foot he owned the football team for many many years, so he has an, a certain understanding of not only the way the front office and works he, and he played but the to the, as well, <laughs> right? And right. and then right. And so he has an understanding of not only the front office, but also the game itself. You're a dude that runs a, a freaking business. Mm. A drug yeah. company, <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's not go there, but still. Uh, yeah, to me, exactly. it, it, it doesn't make sense. But that's why I think – I know he's saying it now, like in his press conference or whatever, and they're reporting it that way. I'm sure it's going to be something – it's got to be different when, you know, when they're interviewing – McCarthy, or... but why even say it, though? Yeah, this I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, maybe, it makes no sense because, at all. Maybe to say it to do it know, to anything. Adams, maybe because you know, with with Adams, with you know, the mon- Monday being uh, what was it, the the last Monday and everything, and Adams <laughs> going to the owner, GM, and telling him, him telling them his concern. You know, like listen. You know, I'm. I want to win. I'm. I'm tired of this. You right, know, but that's was... not. But that's not even a new thing. Players, players. Listen, especially players of his caliber, Correct. of Adams' caliber. They've always been players like that, man. There's yeah. always been players in the NFL that go up to their owner and go up to the GM and, and say, you want "Listen, that. you guys, want that. <laughs> come on, man. You know, you know, and 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 the and the f- fans." Listen, I understand just being a fan is kind of nuts. You know, we we being a fan of a team is kind of a nutty thing. You wear jerseys, you you sit in the <laughs> cold for hours. You know, it's a kind of nutty thing, but kind of you got to draw the line somewhere, dude. You telling me you're going to watch Jamal Adams play football and you t- and your opinion of him because he runs his mouth, quote unquote. It's holding him back from being the player he could be. How is that something you can say with a straight face? Yes, Jamal Adams is not a finished product. He's a young man. I don't know. How old is he? 23? 
just think about it. And in his second year, he's already Dude. second <sighs> second team All Pro. So imagine him in a couple of years when he has the experience and he gets to the level that he may eventually get to. The guy, listen, he basically <laughs> Even if he speaks, he's pretty good. Basically, right <laughs> basically, what Adams need to do now is find a a quarter a cornerbacks coach or DB coach, and with the off season and stay with him so he could learn how to position himself on certain calls because. Adam's problem right now, watching film, Adam's problem right now is his understanding of where he needs to be. He has an understanding of it, but enough that sometimes he's kind of lined up the right place. But what he's just technical stuff, basic technical stuff that he will get eventually. It's not something that it's so glaring of a problem, you know, that you'd be like, oh, my God, he's a, he's a dumpster fire in coverage. No, he's not, you know. He's just making simple, you know, technical mistakes that he could grow on. And the 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 the, the fanboy, oh, oh, he took a wrong angle. Really? <laughs> okay. So he I... hasn't played. He's played two years. <sighs> Give the kid a break. You know, the kid's not going to be great from, but he's been really good already. <sighs> you know, he just needs, like you said, he he needs to grow and he needs to talk to a, a DB coach or maybe even. You know, a former DB like a Brian Dawkins, yeah. Ed Reed, yeah. you know, any of these, uh, Rod Woodson, any of these, Woodson is a great guy to talk to because he oh, used to yeah. be a corner yep. and then he moved to safety, moved right? To safety, so he's, right. He'd be a great guy to talk to, you know, because he's given you both angles. So, but, you know, I, I'm sure, listen, I'm sure that's what he's doing anyway, but. Exactly. And he'll, he'll be fine. He's fine already. I'm not worried. You know? no. I'm not worried. That's the one guy that people are complaining about. <laughs> He's the one guy we have on defense that we don't have to complain about. That we yeah. can just say, "Hey, we're set." Like Donald, we're, I think we're set with him. We're good. So let's complain about everything else. But let's keep, you know, we're good. Davin, with- Davin do your shout out, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's quick. Nah, it was just a quick shout out to Jamal Adams. Uh, Adams, Adams. Uh, oh, the only positive thing I have for, for him is that he knocked down David Andrews. Uh, David Andrews is a 300-pound guy from the Patriots, and we all yeah, know. a center. Yeah, he plays center. Yes, and Adams is a dog for knocking him down. Like, yeah, running him uh, over. Say say it correctly. Running him over. Running <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's what yeah. seventy pounds less than him. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Shout out to you on that one. Also, shout out to uh, Roberts for getting uh, what's the name? Um, first team All Pro. Yeah. yeah. First, first team All Pro. Pro Bowl. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Season. Awesome. And that's a guy that should. Um, Mac, if, if if he on the uh, if he if he's going to be a free agent, Mac needs to consider letting him stay. Myers stay. There's some there's some other people you know that I have that, that you know I can see staying, but you know, but we still need to uh work on a couple of things. Like they, we still got some positions to work on, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the entire offensive line. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was it was it was crazy. Um, I um. I, uh, you know, the, the last thing I'm going to say about the 2018 and, um, New York Jets team is that, um, offensive line wise, I used, I, I have said it, I've said it a couple of times that, oh, maybe, you know, we could keep Kelvin Beecham and then, uh, and everybody, and Shell and everybody else in the interior we need to get rid of. But if, if we could get rid of, Everybody but Shell, 
I'd be happy because um because I would my in my dream world, uh Jonah Williams is gonna be our left tackle, then we'd get Pretis for center from Broncos, and then we could <laughs> plug in a few guys at guard or a few guys that could play both guard and tackle or both guard and center. And then go at it. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard. It's, you know, it's 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 it's. I've said it. I've said it many times. It's uh, the GM needs to pull off a few magic tricks this 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 off season to uh, get this team straight. Mm-hmm. So, Mark, so so there. So here's two questions. All right. The first one is: um, Should the Jets try to put off and pull off the trade for uh, Antonio Brown? Uh no. I love I love Antonio Brown. I love Antonio Brown. It's not really about his production or anything like that. Uh, it's more about his character. For me, for me, Antonio Brown. What worries me is the fact that somebody of that caliber fell all the way down to where? What what round was he picked? The fifth round or the sixth round? Some crap like that. I don't remember what round it was, but it was late. Uh, there must have been an issue. That's why teams weren't didn't want to touch him. Uh, yeah. Then he and then all of and then you could see that that motivated him to become who he was, who he is. And uh, but first, you have to have that kind of, you know, you have to have that kind of caliber of physicality, or you know, or to be kind that kind of uh, athlete to even be where he is and do the things he's doing. All due respect to the kid, man. The guy is. One A or one B of the of 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 the best wide receivers in the league, um, but I can't have that kind of attitude around a young quarterback that has to already deal with the NFL itself, all the things that happen day in and day out, and his film study and all these things he has to do, and then he has to come to work and deal with your crap. No, I'm sorry, man, it, it's not happening. Uh, I've I've put it out there. I've said it before. I'm for Bell. Bell is the guy. If if we paying anybody, we paying Bell. In my opinion, anyway. And Bell will get for nothing too. Yeah, AB, just money. Nah. <laughs> just money. <laughs> right. I'm just you know yeah. like with Brown, we're gonna have to trade. You know, mega trade. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't mind getting him if they lower his. You know the the trade for him. Then that's a possibility. You know, because remember. It's not a good comparison, but when we got Centennial Holmes for what a six round pick or something, yeah, that was pretty good. I mean, at least it was good for the first year until he got paid, and then you know. Uh-huh. Right. But Brown's <laughs> Brown's got his money. You know, he's got two more years left plus an option. So, you know, I I forgot who brought it up. I was listening to it, but they said the Jets could bring him in, and you know what? In two years, when that option comes out, you let him go. Because in a couple of years, you're going to have to pay Darnold anyway. So you're going to need the room to sign him. Because his, once, his, once he becomes a free agent, God knows how much he's going to get paid when, when his day's up. But yeah. So production-wise, the guy's as good as, yeah. as good as anybody. We can make an argument. Animal. He's, he's the best yeah. receiver in the league right now. Yep, I agree. So if he's not the best, he's the second best. Yep. So um, it's tough. I mean, I wouldn't give up a lot for him. But if they could get him on the cheap somehow, which I doubt, but if they can, then it it's probably worth it because that's the one position where we need we need a playmaker on offense and we need a big time receiver, which we don't have. 
So, but, uh, but Bell, definitely, I agree with you. He should definitely be the, I would sign him and tomorrow, today, I would sign him if I could. Yep. So, yeah, he's definitely the guy I'd want to go after too. But we'll yeah. see. Yeah. So, so that's kind of playing it in the middle, but. If they went and had gone for Antonio Brown, and for what I heard, Don Elway said he's listening to offers on Von Miller. Do you take a chance on Von Miller? <sighs> that is an that is really interesting because I actually didn't hear that one. Um, yeah, this was this was just recent, like an hour or two ago. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. wow. What what are the, what are we giving up? You see, the, this is the problem with all these <laughs> trades. For right, me, we don't know. For what... me, for me, the problem with all the trades is again the multiple holes that they just need to fill. It's like, if you're giving up picks, I don't think so, man. This, 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 we can't be giving up uh, picks because we need to fill our roster with young talent. And as good as, as he, as, um, as he is, he probably has how many more years in the NFL at his peak? Exactly. Three years. You two, know, maybe three, but that's yeah, but that's and, what you and that makes for. right. But I understand that true, that's true. But also, what it will do is like minimize the amount after we already don't have a second pick, mm-hmm. it will also minimize the amount of young talent you could in, or influx of young talent you could bring to the team, which is the point of growing this team. Is uh, um, um, this is the problem. I all, all these ideas are awesome. I'm yeah, again, I'm, about to I'm say, not really, just, I'm not, yeah. they're not horrible ideas. The problem is the what's gonna the happen long term. Long the, exactly. as a Jets fan, I just don't want the Jets to win tomorrow. We've we've suffered we've suffered so through medi- mediocrity for too long. Correct. I want the Jets to be the Patriots of the AFC East for the next 10, 15 years. I don't want for us to win one year eleven and five and go to the Super Bowl and, and win or lose and then go back down to crap. You well, know. hey, let me mix it up. Would you guys would you guys swap first round picks with the Broncos and get Von Miller for that? Like the Ooh. Broncos are picking what tenth, maybe? Tenth. No, not tenth. Yeah, they tenth. Oh, they yeah. are picking tenth. Yeah, tenth. Yeah, they the tenth. Would you pick. do that? Is, Chris, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> you right? know why that? To me, that's not a bad. You Still know why that's not? Pick. Yeah, that's not a bad idea for me. Uh, again, um, I think I've said I said it before. Uh, uh, Jonah Williams, man. Um, Left tackle, uh, really like, really like the guy, the kid. I, you know, I'm a little uncomfortable with the high pick, the third pick, because he's not like Orlando Pace type of third, um, left tackle. But, um, but the tenth man, you could, you could still get real good value at that number, you know. And if we're getting Von Miller, yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, I'm not against it. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I mean, no. you only drop in seven spots. Not that yeah. I'm not saying they would do that either, because yeah, that seems a little crazy. But it is crazy. But still, like I said, all these ideas—they're awesome ideas. Because uh, because I think the reason why these ideas come again—I think I've said this before on the podcast—is like the reason why fans feel the way they feel about the Jets is because we do not have talent on this team not enough of talent that's why every talented player that ever gets to be a free agent or maybe becomes a free agent the first thing that we come to mind is 
We could get that guy. We could get that guy. We could get. You know why? Because we don't have it. We don't have a Von Miller on our team. We right. don't have a, 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 everything. a Bell on our team. We, exactly. If we had any type of guy anywhere close to the level of talent these guys were, nobody would be asking to get them. You know, mm. and 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 that's my point. That is why the GM's job is so important, and that's why I felt like Mac needed to go too. Because for me, you know, the whole and even again bringing that whole dynamic up where where Chris Johnson said it's like it just shook me. It made me feel like I don't see it. I don't see a, a scenario where this would work out properly. It's kind of scares me, you know. Well, well you know what? I, I posted a a mock draft from the Sporting News, right? Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Now, did you see they they had uh, they had them picking your guy there, Jonah Williams, with yeah. the third pick, right? But you also seen six pick the Giants were picking Haskins for quarterback. Yeah, I saw seventh that. pick the Jaguars picking Will Greer from West Virginia. Yeah, I saw that. And then you had Denver picking Drew Locke from Missouri. So hmm. yeah, three quarterbacks. I didn't think they were going to go that high, but that's a good thing for us because if somebody gets a little antsy, antsy. and right yep. and says, "Oh, I better pick in front of the Giants because the Giants are going to pick this guy or pick that guy," then maybe we could get a deal like that, getting a Von Miller with Denver and just swapping picks. You know. That's a possibility. I'm not saying definite, but at least it's, you know what? It's nice to have that possibility that this could happen now, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, because... None, none of that could happen. <laughs> because I mean, it, it, it could happen also for the top two picks too. I mean, they exactly. Might be... And, 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 and this is, and to me, the, that's why the combine is very important because uh, any of these QBs that show off in either, in either the, the, um, what they call that? The senior bowl, not the senior, whatever. Uh, the the last college game, I forget what they yeah, call it. Yeah, that. yeah. They they um whichever team, whatever players that show up into that game, the way they perform in that game and the way they perform in the combine is gonna solidify what the scouts already seen on film. And most likely, what would happen is that the um the draft stock of a lot of those players will climb. Like you just said, Chris, when you're talking about uh, what draft, uh, what that 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 site um, um, did with Will Greer and uh, and Haskins being that high, you know, by probably by the by the draft by the combine, Haskins' um, stock is probably going to be higher than that. That would help us, you know, if two of those quarterbacks bring their stock up to a level of a. Uh, Two and three, somebody might be calling the Jets and say, "Hey, man, I got two picks for you. You want to give me that third? You know, let's right. hope." Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm praying that these guys have really good combines. Yeah, you know, so that you know maybe one of these teams. All we need is that one team to think, "Oh, we we got to get up there and get, you know, this kid, whoever it is, if it's Haskins or one of the other guys." You know, so exactly, it's all good news for us. Yeah, the the mm-hmm. only the, the the only thing the only thing too about the combine too is that this is this is why even even from even now um after the bowl games look at um the kid from Kentucky the uh, Allen the the edge rusher right yeah yes everybody respected him as a pass rusher but until you saw him play and had like what he had like two sacks or three sacks in the first half everybody mm-hmm. was like oh my god man this guy is an animal no he's been like that. 
he's a physical specimen. Everybody knows that. Then all of a sudden, because Bosa hasn't played in so long, everybody's like, maybe he's better than Bosa. Whatever. But that's what happens around this time of year. You, 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 you people perform in, in combines, they perform in games, they, and then you, their draft stocks start going crazy. And even for those type of players, some like, um, I don't know if it was Stan that made the comment that he doesn't see any pass rushes in this draft. Uh, that makes no sense. Uh, it's lovely uh, with pass rushes. Oh, uh, I, I, <laughs> I was kind of taken aback. I, I didn't exactly know how to answer it, so I don't think I even answered. Um, I still don't know even how to approach that one um, because from watching Allen, you know, and, and, and if you watch the, um, the Miami game, the um, Florida game, I think, um, did you see that Jakai, Jakai Polite? play did you see um 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 Keenan Island um um Keenan Williams play uh did you see Khalil Farrell play did, <laughs> mm. I'm just just I'm just naming a few guys there's a right. kid named Brian Burns nobody talks about people people like this if if you do your research it's very simple to know to see the players it and 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 the whole and the whole people tell give me the oh it's a it's not against um, um, competition, dude. If a guy could take two steps and blow by you without you reacting, even if you're a, you're playing JV, the fact that he could do that at the weight he's doing it is elite, and it's something that coaches will notice and they will put that down. And, ah, here you go. Because nobody, nobody, nobody was nobody's talking about Ed Oliver because he hasn't played in a long time. But trust me when I tell you. When Ed Oliver played, um, if he does the combine, you will see the reason why they talk. They spoke about him. It's not something that somebody just made up. You know, it's very simple to to take. Uh, you know, to kind of see the difference between these players and everybody else. There's a reason why they they're a lot. Like anybody, everybody's like, Yo, Bosa is a lot to go number one. You know why? Because nobody could touch him. As a pass rusher, he's more technically sound than. Most even of some guys in the pros, mm, right? Come on, they're talking about him probably being better than his brother. Think about that. <laughs> I know that's yeah. crazy. That's good. Yeah, and to say that there's no pass rushes in this draft, I don't know, man. I can't. <laughs> I don't know what to say. But, uh, as as, as, as uh, Mac and Mr. Johnson look for a new head coach, who who y'all think is the uh, who, who, in y'all opinion, think the best has uh, the best guy will be for that job? Uh, I, I, yeah, you know what? Right. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I could go either way with with this. You could go with the experienced guy in McCarthy, but there's also the little bit of drawbacks with him. Yeah, you know, and you know when you read up on him too. Yeah, he hasn't developed anybody behind Rogers, so. Yeah. But he hasn't really had anybody to really develop either. Exactly. You know, so it's it's a tough call. I mean, yep. do you want the experienced guy or do you want the hot commodity coming out of college or do you want the hot coordinator here? You know, like a good combination, I think, on the video that, that you posted, Davin. Uh-huh. It would be great. McCarthy with the OC from uh, the Bucks. Yeah, Munkin. Yeah, that would yeah. be a good combination. Yes, sir. You know, maybe McCarthy could just kind of sit back and let this guy, you know, Call the plays on offense. That would be great. I'm okay with that too. Yeah, you know. So it, it's 
to me, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a matter of what you want. And like right now we could go either way, you know, do you want the veteran, you know, head coach, he's got more cloud. He's got more respect from the players as well. You know, the younger kid or the, the offensive coordinator from another team may not have that as much respect as McCarthy coming in. You know, I agree. McCarthy does have this uh, Super Bowl under his and, belt. And and Chris and and Chris, this is my argument. And 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 uh, some of the um, uh, football analysts and stuff on Twitter that I've been talking to this morning, I, I was posing the same question. Like, I would like a combination of both. And the reason why I feel that way, and the reason why I feel like we need a CEO type head coach, it's not just because he had he has experience as a coach. It's because for me of what we were talking about earlier, about the whole dynamic within the Jets front office. If you, as a coach, all of a sudden would have to deal with your your um, your GM being kind of ousted because the owner wants to be the one listening to your voice instead of your GM, you have to be able to be a guy that's been around for a long time to be able to kind of deal with a situation like that. I don't want a coach coming in that's brand new to coaching, having to deal with some kind of weird front office deal and try to learn to be a coach at the same time. That kind of doesn't play right. To me, that would be too hard on a new guy to do. So it would be best if it takes like an elder, an an elder statesman coach to deal with that dynamic because he really doesn't have to learn how to be a coach. And he, and if he could, because that's what the interview process is for, if he could, in his interview process, say, hey, listen, I'm okay with taking young coaches under my wing. Take a young OC, take a stable DC, and a young um, wide receivers coach, a young, you know. So we have the youth thing coming in. The, the, the scheme is a more modern type offensive scheme, more modern type defensive scheme, play to the players' strengths kind of thing with a a kind of a more experienced CEO type coach guiding you, watching over you, showing you the ropes. To me, that works better for the Jets situation than taking a young guy from, especially from college and throwing him into this weird dynamic. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. That's, that's why it's, if we could get that combination, where let's say a veteran like McCarthy, and then he hires the hot OC, yep. whether it's from the Bucks or from the college, or from that, the Chiefs, or that or kid, from, that right, guy, the enemy, yeah, the enemy, right? I, I think that would be that would be the perfect situation. I think. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, and we'll be the defensive coordinator, but 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 this is <laughs> hey, yeah, man, and, and we'll have to find one, you know, because oh. and and this is the thing though. Um, with um to answer you, what you said, Devin. Um, this is the thing. When you're uh, a coach like like uh, like uh, McCarthy, your your fingers kind of run all through the NFL. The kind of people you know, and 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 and, and you know, and the people you have connections to is way wider than anybody else. So getting a pretty good stable, you know, um, DC to come work with you, even. I don't know if you guys would kill me, but what do you think of Greg Williams being now a DC? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I've never been a fan of his. So 
I would, I would not, personally, I wouldn't want that. But okay, all right. Seems a little bit of a kook to me. He is kind of. A, no, be, listen, <laughs> That's saying it nicely for you to play too. for you to play that kind of defense. Yeah, you you have to be kind of a kook. But he is one of the best defensive minds in the NFL. There's a reason why he's been around for so long. Um, but let's say a okay, like a Greg Williams type coach, then a type DC, somebody of that kind of stable. Because in reality, even with all the youth around, people still like the Rams. McVay is the coach, yes. But look at who is his, who's his like his uh kind of a uh, um, you know, like his second in hand. You know, his DC is uh, what's his name? Um, how am I forgetting the guy's name? He's been in the NFL for. I could see his face in my in my head, and I can't remember. Uh, for what team? Uh, the Rams. Oh, um, Wade Phillips. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wade, 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 right. There's a reason why Wade Phillips makes sense because you have a young coach trying to learn how to be a coach. There has to be some kind of stabilizing factor. There has to be somebody that's a senior in the room. You know, when things, you know, when he has questions to certain things, because there's going to be things that's going to happen that he's never dealt with before. And you can't, and he, and he has to have somebody to fall back on. And, um, and this is why I think a young, old dynamic would, would mix really well with the Jets right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think, Davin? Oh. <laughs> Tell me, tell me. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just hoping uh, if Mike McCarthy is the, is supposed to be our right choice, has the experience, I just want to make sure the guys that he brings in, you know, not hot or not hot, you know, will get will some somehow bring this team together. You know, we got lack of lack of not not I'm not going to say like a communication type of thing, but a lack of locker room presence, you know, and we have a lack of lack of uh just like just like how we said earlier with the with the play with the play recognition. I'm gonna say yep. play recognition. Yeah. We lack really bad. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> you know, like if we if we if we're supposed if this team was supposed to grow and this team's supposed to be better, then it's supposed to show. It's That's not, the right, Davin and, and this and not to cut you off, but uh, another and and just to just to even add to the point I was saying, and with the with the blatant like miscommunications in defense, yeah. you need a DC with a heavy hand, somebody that will hold them accountable almost every time in practice. Make sure they under to play their technique because for me it looks like it wasn't some, technique wasn't something that they really. Uh, played like they really called for like it, it wasn't like a big thing for them they probably was you know i'm just saying in my opinion anyway because it just looked that way it was like week in and week out players were not technically sound and um and i i um i uh i made a suggestion to you guys um about i'm not gonna say it on the podcast but i want to I want to make sure you guys learn, the, you know, what I'm trying to say. So I, I made a suggestion of uh, of this thing that you guys need uh, could go to to see the weekly breakdowns of, of the film so you could understand how bad that team was defensively. Mix. 
no sense. And that's why, to me, you need like that stabilizing force, a heavy-handed coach. That's one of the reasons why I brought it, Greg Williams. I know that it would have been a bad. I know, <laughs> especially Chris, you wouldn't like it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not really saying Greg Williams per se, you know, but um, somebody of that kit of ilk, you know. Right. I mean, hey, if they hide him, trust me, I'm not going to be. You know, I wouldn't turn David on him and be like, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm all for him." You know what I mean? I'm I would definitely be okay with him because, like you said, he's got a great track record. He's been in the league for so many years, so you know he knows what he's doing out there. Yeah, and so, that scheme is crazy. Yeah, and it's and it's aggressive too, which which oh, yeah. I love. You know, I love an aggressive defense more than. You know, yeah. He, one guy that the 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 um the one guy that runs a scheme kind of the same is the guy that coaches the D for the Bears. That 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 scheme is aggressive scheme, man. They, well, man, you see them play, man. That's ridiculous. Right. It's kind of the same thing. It's 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 that same kind of defense they run in uh, for the Bears. And right. they've been they've both been around for a very long time running the um running um defenses in the league. But you know what it. It definitely changed a lot when they got uh, yeah, when they uh, got Mac. <laughs> you uh, know, things changed uh, for that team. It was like a, it was like day to night. You know, yeah, but but that, that the, you have to realize wait, and this is the this is why they paid for Mac was because not only what Mac could do, but there was players on the on that team that needed the one on ones because they were because the way the scheme is ran. <laughs> It was best that's that that's that teams start paying attention to the outside and letting letting the inside guys play one on ones like they could one gap right because then because then you could see the kind of talent they have because they actually have talented guys the scheme was 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 made for a like a one gap so guys could attack one gap and they were very athletic very fast you know and um and oh even in the backfield the safeties i mean, oh, I mean come on. <laughs> um, this is this is something that's a breaking news. I I, I per se, um, for what this was saying, uh, Mike McCarthy had dinner with uh, Christopher Johnson and Mac last night. Oh, it was last night. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Last I thought night. it was going on today. Yeah, because I, I saw, I saw, I saw. They said it was today. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, if if true, uh. They still, I guess they still listening to people, and I guess they want to see who's the best option. Um, this don't let it be the Dolphins' coach. I, I don't know why. I, I, Oi. Adam mm-hmm. Gaze, that I would, I wouldn't mind him being the OC. No, to be honest. What you said, Chris? I would take him as the OC, but I don't know. Even I mean, we don't know that much about him as a head coach, but as an OC, I would Oops. definitely take him. No, we only know him as the Dolphins coach, and I just read a, um an article about him, and they were saying, with uh you know yes he had the injuries you know with Tannehill and you know other other players while while he was coaching there, but they said on this I guess his first season as the head coach he did make the playoffs they did make the playoffs and he got overconfident, and and what happened was I think it was I don't know if it was the owner or the GM but they just let him run free and run run wild after that. Mm-hmm. So he got really cocky with it. <laughs> That's why I think I think him as an OC would be better. Yeah, you know they because they said that he was the OC in Chicago when Cutler had that one good year <laughs> that he had. Yeah, and yeah. he was and he was <laughs> and he was also there the two years when Peyton went crazy in Denver. 
and this is and and, and you know and we had me, that again, record-breaking year so again this is this is like this is like really understanding what the nfl game is about where people just make like make uh statements and they don't understand sometimes some players just do not do exactly what the coaches want them to do Correct. football is a system thing it's a team thing there's a reason why they call plays and the plays are run for certain guys to get open it's not something where you just run a route and then the ball gets thrown to you there's a reason why the backside wide receiver runs an over route or the the the, the tight end runs runs a, a, a you know uh, in seam or, or he runs a, a, a you know an out route or whatever there's a reason why everybody does everything on the field because it's made so that something it's going against the defense causing certain things to happen causing the why the quarterback to understand what's going on and get get a completion if the coach calls the play and then the quarterback does not adhere to what he's supposed to within the scheme it will make the coach look bad Right. It's simple as that. Jay yeah. Cutler, Jay, Jay Cutler, to me, acts like Aaron Rodgers, but he's not Aaron Rodgers. That's one mm-hmm. of the reasons why he never became <laughs> what right. he was supposed to do, what he was supposed to be. Oh gosh. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. That is the most uh, physically the most gifted quarterback I think I've ever seen. Could throw the ball further and more accurate than almost any quarterback I've ever seen, but he is not. He's not one of those guys that you're going to run a system and you're going to tell him, Aaron, three-step drop, put your foot in the ground and throw the ball between this and this and for right. completion. Right. He's Aaron, not going to listen to you. Aaron did a lot you. of his stuff. Right. He he's did a lot of listen. stuff on the run. He, right. All he's going <laughs> to do is he's going to get to the line and then he's going to watch the defense. Then he's going to call. And I've, and I've heard his own guy, ex-guy, say it. He's going to come to the line and he's going to watch the defense and he's going to tell the wide receiver, yo, you run this route, you run this route, you do this, and offensive line run this protection. And then the coach is on the side saying, but that's not what I called. And he's mm-hmm. just not going to listen. What are you going to do? You're going to go up to Aaron and slap him on the head and say, why didn't you do it? tell me? Why didn't you do what I said? Yeah, okay. Well, as, long mm-hmm. as, it works. as long as it works, that's all that matters, I guess. In the exactly. End, but... And this is what I'm trying to say. It's like people don't understand the dynamics of, of stuff in the NFL. And they just want to make, make comments. You know, there's things about these games. There's things that you just even don't, even if you watch film, there's certain things that you're just not going to understand because you just don't know exactly what happened. Because well, sometimes, sometimes even in miscommunications in defense, you they run a miscommunication. And sometimes, even if it looks like a certain call, you'll be like, oh, it's man, it's, it's, it's man under, you know, cover one hole. And you're like, Maybe that's not the call because somebody did something they weren't supposed to do, or two guys did something they weren't supposed to do. It looks one way, but it couldn't be. Well, th- you that's know? the one thing you could say with Gates, uh, with with Miami. He had Ryan Tannehill, and Tannehill was kind of a reach if you remember when oh, they yeah. drafted him in the first right. round. I mean, Tannehill to me is the guy that's kind of average. Yep. If that, I don't even think God. he's average. He's <laughs> had his moments. <laughs> so that's why you know what I, I don't. We don't know. I'm like with Gase with Miami. If he got him to to the playoffs with his in his first year, that's pretty good. When you think about it, you know yeah, he might not be a head coach, but he might be a good OC. Like right, that, that's why I think I would keep him as an OC because what he did with Chicago and his years with Denver, he did really well in those years with Denver. Yeah. 
he, no. he broke the record most points scored. I mean, yeah, everybody can say, well, they had Peyton Manning. But Peyton Manning wasn't a young guy at the time either. He was 38, exactly. and he was just coming. And you got to remember, and, and I, was, I was not for him going to Denver either because I said, you know what? This guy's played inside the Dome his whole career. Yeah. Now he's going to be playing in Denver and the wind and all that, and he's never been a good but, road But they run, But the, the, the scheme they run, they run it right. because they ran it just so that they could save him. It was for right. him Nothing. to be... Right. right, because he so couldn't perform why, outside the way he performed I, inside. Right, so I think Gaze would be a good OC for us. I, I don't know about a head coach, you know, yeah. I, I, yeah. but I think as an OC, he'd be pretty good. So that's maybe that, but he may not want to come to us as an OC. You know, maybe he's exactly. like, hey, I'm a head coach exactly. now, and that's what I want. Yeah, dude, and there's a lot, you feel you feel. I'm yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, this dude, like, he did not look because uh, because uh, there's. There's something I think Mark Schler says he says it a lot. Do you look like a leader of men? Because that's what a head coach is, and uh, this guy does not look like a leader. Of men. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry. he looks like a good OC. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, dude. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Being, being able, being able to, being able to, um, to play the chess match of of offense versus defense is one thing. But leading a bunch of men around, you know, for 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 a season of of whatever amount of seasons you could, it, that's a different dynamic, man. People just do not understand how different that is, you know. You try to wrap your head around trying to get fifty three dudes, grown ass men, to do exactly what you want, <laughs> right? <laughs> you yeah. know. Plus you have plus you have coaches under you, and and then you have to go report to the GM. And have meetings with the owners. Dude, um, come on, man. This is not uh, this is not an uh, OC's job. OCs uh, sit down and watch film all day. That's what they do and figure out how to beat beat certain defenses. That's all they do. Maybe that's what Todd Bowles' problem was. He's just a defensive coordinator, not looking like a leader, just letting guys run free and everything. Just, just you know, I remember that article they were saying, Yeah, Todd Bowles just lets guys run free and you know, let them do what they want. Like, what kind of mess is that? Yeah, his old man. His old man called him out. Uh, what's his name? Uh, that used to be in in, the, in Buffalo. I think there was a there was a, an article that somebody interviewed him, uh, and and just kind of called Bulls out. And I don't think a lot of people talked about that after the fact, but pe- because I don't know if people felt like uh, he was being mad because Bulls had fired him, but. Um, but there's always a ring of truth to things. Um, I don't know if the whole article is true, but there gotta be some truth to what the guy said. You know, I mean, I mean, he he basically said that he that Bowles let certain guys get away with a lot of things, and that kind of fractured a lot of the what was going on in the locker room. That made a lot of sense because we because the what we saw that's what happened. Look at what happened with Mo with Wilkerson. You know. Yeah. Coming late or whatever, dude. We, when when that stuff leaks to the press, that's not something that just happened one time. It must have happened multiple times before it ended up getting leaked to the press. So, you know, yeah, exactly. That and then, yeah, another talk, another well, another news. Uh, well, before I start talking about the playoffs, um, we know the Steelers is off the playoffs. Um, yep. What I just heard, uh, they are they are reworking the deal with Ben Roethlisberger. I think he's in the extension. <laughs> I don't know well. why. In my opinion, <laughs> <laughs> I think Ben Roethlisberger is, is at his last. Um, he still he still plays, but I think he had his last you know years. Um, 
I don't know how long. I don't know what his extension gonna be, but that's what, what that was from ESPN News. Um, that was from ESPN News source. Um, but forget all that. Let's get into the playoffs. <laughs> let's get into the playoffs. Um, the Eagles made the playoffs. Minnesota did. Like how big, how big I see where you're home. going. Yeah. I see where you're going. Yeah, um, <laughs> Mr. Kirk Cousins, you got two Woo! left. Um, thank you, thank you, Kirk Cousins, for not signing with the Jets. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. Giving us a, a franchise quarterback for the that's, ten that's, to fifteen years. Watch your mouth, man. That's my cousin. <laughs> yeah, that, that's your cousin. So that, that's cousin. He didn't win nothing yet. What are you talking about? Look, Mr. Cousins didn't perform the way how he performed. And you the one that shared the uh, how, you the one that shared this uh, the film. And oh, I'm not. I'm yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna run watch, run away right. from it. Yeah. yeah. I was able to watch to watch that that whole video. And, yeah. And Kirk Cousins was not basically getting the guys that he was supposed to get. Yeah, yeah, and and I, and 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 what did I say? I when when it was on the page, I straight out and came out and I said that I was wrong. That 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 he is not because this is he. But that was a big difference from what the guy I saw in Washington and the guy I saw in 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 uh, uh, in, in Minnesota. But the the sim the similarities was one thing was the indecisiveness. You know, mm. and and his his issue was that like I'm supposed to throw this over route now, but he does not throw it now. Like he hesitates long enough that the guy gets covered by the time he throws the ball. Right. You know, and 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 he and and some and somebody and the person that broke down that film said something that just kind of came across and kind of clicked for me. It's so much quarterbacking is has so much to do about your personality. It has so much to do about because as a quarterback, you have to be ridiculously uh what would I say? Almost to the almost arrogant. Because the point of being a quarterback is seeing something and being so sure in it that nobody could tell you that is not true. Even if the dress was not blue and it was red. And you're say, and 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 you looking at the desk, you're like, hey man, man, it's blue. I don't care what you say, it's blue. And that's what quarterbacks, for the most part, that's what makes a good quarterback, especially in in that in that two in that one and a half to two second window that they have to make a decision. Because that's why they study film. That's why they work on their story motion. Because they have to be sure of what they saw. And he has his indecisiveness is one of the reasons why he is not a top flight quarterback. He has everything right. else. He has everything else <laughs> physically and he has everything else. But the fact that he kind of pauses, you could see it. The fact that I could see it and I'm not even somebody that knows too much about quarterbacking. I just <laughs> know what I watch and read, you know. Yeah. He, you could see him just like taking just a half a second, you know, to you know make up his mind. When conversely, you watch Donald, and Donald watches a defense, and bam, the ball's out. He don't even hesitate. There's no hesitation. He sees what he sees, and the ball is out instantly. 
and that has a lot to do with Donald's attitude. His attitude is very calm, very poised. No kind of weather, like there's no kind of withering to the moment. Nothing. He and Cousins is not that. And I was dead wrong. I didn't see it. I did not see that hesitation. Well, I didn't see enough of it until I watched the breakdown of his season this year, which is. Which I, which I also said after that there's a possibility that it was just because this was his first year playing that system. It could be better next year. There's a possibility, but that's kind of a huge thing. You can't really get rid of indecisiveness. No, I, <laughs> you know? I think, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's you a possibility, though, because you got to remember, it's a whole new team, new, yeah. like you said, new... new uh, it's a, a whole new offensive plan, a whole new offensive co- coordinator. So it's they, they were even saying that on TV a lot too. They said it's going to take a good year for this guy. You can't just replace a quarterback and then come in and lead this team back to the playoffs like that. Like yeah. it's so simple. I agree. But, so we'll see. I mean, he does have it next year. He's got it, but he's got to prove it next year, though. Yeah, of course. They they they're paying him, so they don't have a yeah, choice. Exactly. He's definitely the guy next year. So. Oh, yeah? And yeah. and they got the weapons around him. It's not like they oh, don't yeah. have weapons. So exactly. Oh man. Yeah. This is I a just, team that was just, a win away from the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. So I, I think he just got too. I don't know. I don't know when he plays. When he plays an elite team, it, I don't know. It just seems like his stats and everything is so different from him playing against him playing against you know like the under five hundred teams. Like and but this is but this is the thing though, Davin and 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 except just, for Buffalo. And, <laughs> And Let's Davin, get to it. Let's get to it. and Davin, this is this is the per- what you said is perfect, because when teams watch, when teams, when you go against good defenses, two things they do, they are very good physically. They rarely make mistakes, and they study you on film, and they know what your weakness is. Exactly. Most of the time, so his indecisiveness is what is causing it, because teams know he's being indecisive. So if you're gonna run a cover two, and with a robber. You let him see the cover too, and then you, and then at the last second you kick in the robber. So by the time he was like, he's like, okay, this is where the ball's gonna go. Then when he sees the robber, it's like, okay, he does not just bang bang make the decision. He <laughs> right. hesitates long enough that he that that he's he has to take his eyes off that situation now, and he's not mobile enough to kind of buy himself time. So boom, if you're gonna be a quarterback, uh, a pocket quarterback, you have to be decisive. And him not being decisive, it could be, it could just be that that it was that bad because that was his first year in that system. Mm-hmm. Like like I said before, there's a possibility it was just his first year in the season in the system, and he might get better. And and if they and with an with a better offensive line, especially that offensive line was really bad, man. You gotta give you gotta give him that. There's a possibility he could be better. I mean, yeah, but you yeah. know, that's was still good. I mean, you got four thousand three hundred yards, thirty touchdowns, ten interceptions. Exactly, that's crazy. Rating a ninety nine point seven, but at the same time, is I don't know what, what, like that's like you just said. You know, maybe he's just indecisive, and maybe he needs another year. But he he has to do something real soon because if not, hmm. they're gonna look at that be like they're gonna look at that for a long time and say. Three years, eighty-four mil guaranteed. Your whole eighty-four million guaranteed. Oh, you know what? In two <laughs> years, <laughs> if he st- you know, like if if he stinks again and they don't make the playoffs again, or if they don't listen, if they don't make the Super Bowl, I think it's a bust for them. Yeah, I agree. right. 
with so, that kind of talent. Then it's, yeah. <laughs> then it's going to be a total rebuild for them because they're going to get rid of their coach and they're going to get rid of their GM because they're yep. the guys that are tied to this guy. Exactly, exactly. So. Um, other well, not, you know, shout out to uh, Mr. Nick Foles uh, shutting down the Washington Redskins. <laughs> uh, Redskins is terrible. Uh, <laughs> You know they started out the season six and two, but then you just freaking only win one one game and lose. Well, they well seven. well to be fair, to well, be fair, is, half that team was injured. Correct. Half that team was injured, so you know to be fair. But yeah. I've I've given I've given my feelings towards the Washington Redskins on this podcast before. Uh, the um they've 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 that organization has made uh, a ridiculous amount of uh mistakes or in front for all of us to see we know we know the things they do you know it's not it's not uh you know it's not a thing you know the yeah, whole the whole even the whole uh the the safe their safety you know cutting him because he 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 um he he went out in the public and and you know kind of criticized his coaches you know after after the after they asked him not to well you know i understand punishing the guy but cutting him out right i don't know and he's pretty good you know, too. So yeah, but yeah, that's Washington. Exactly. That's exactly Washington is so dysfunctional as a as in an organization. For years they've been like that way since since Snyder bought the team. You know, I agree. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. and about the Eagles, since since you brought up the Eagles, I'm I'm I have a few Eagles fans at work. Um, the the head of H- HR in my in my in my in the company I work for, he was like. Uh, He's a big Eagles fan, and we were talking about it. It was, you know, about about the uh, about the whole thing, and he's like, you know, because that's the belief that they that is this is all the same magic from last year. And you guys know how I feel about this. You know, there's no magic from coming from anywhere. <laughs> you understand me, dude? Listen to me. What 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 what's happening is that I, well, in my opinion, anyway, is what Foles is doing. He's more of a freestyle quarterback. Exactly. He does not really run what the scheme says. He finds the play that he's more comfortable with or the route he's more comfortable with depending on the defense and he lets it rip. Because he for in his mind like when you're a when you're a, a, a backup quarterback, you don't have really have nothing to lose, man. You don't care for your stats. You don't care for a major amount of completions. You just want to throw the ball. You just want to get completions. You're just gonna get touchdowns. And and to me, he's playing more freer type of football than the kid does. And the kid is trying to play within the system on time, you know, and all that stuff. And 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 that's the difference. And to me, I I think the players in the locker room love that freestyle way of playing more because you could kind of tell because they kind of get up to play you know they it, it's it's a weird thing they block better their defense plays better it's you know that's why everybody feels like it's some mad some kind of magic but who are they playing who are the eagles playing again um, the bears okay that's, all right it, yeah. That's all I gotta say. You could, I'm, I'm, if you could, if listen, if you could beat, if you could, if they could beat the Bears, I'll be the first one to come here and say, okay, there's magic. Because trust me, it will take magic for that team to beat the Bears. Yeah, uh, this this gonna be very tough. Uh, in the AFC, you got uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh Jesus, uh, I don't even want to talk. 
But I have to. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> uh, they will play San Diego, which is going to be a good matchup. Um, the Colts have beaten the Titans. Um, will it would it have been a different sport if Matthew Miller would have played? Uh, what you say? I didn't. I didn't copy oh, that. Um, I said. Would it have been a different story if Mariota would have played that game against the Colts? Yeah, dude, Mariota is one of those quarterbacks that's like night and day. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. <laughs> you don't know what you get with that guy. <laughs> that kid could play one of the best games on one Sunday, and then next Sunday he's like, you know, he's like six of, you know, six of ten twenty for ninety-seven yards the next game, and two picks. Um. You don't know. He's not consistent enough of a quarterback for for me to like be scared of him or, or or you know or say oh you know he could do this or he could do that. That team though is very talented, both both on the um on the offense and defense, and that's why they give so many so many teams trouble when they play them. Uh, not because of him per se. To tell you the truth, I think the kid could be should be better than and and should be far further along in his career than he is now. I don't know. What's holding him back? But um, and even the way they call their their offensive scheme, it kind of kind of answers the question if they trust him or not because it doesn't look like they trust him as a quarterback mm. at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you watch, if yeah, I've even I think I don't know I I want to say it was a matchup the matchup show where they call those plays. Uh, some somebody of some some giant NFL giant offensive mind said something like that where he right. he literally said that the offensive scheme feels like they do not um, trust um, um, trust him as a QB. So they kind of give him very simple reads, like very simple look, you know, look one and then look two, you know, sure. one, two, one, you know, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And, and on the, and on the, and on the, um, and on the Ravens, um, Ravens game, uh, normally, when teams play each other more than one time, they learn a lot about them. Uh, I feel like um, a lot of what the Ravens did to the Chargers was things that the Chargers, especially their route combinations, was kind of weird to me that they felt like the how the Chargers felt like they coming into that game they would be able to block the Ravens long enough to run some of those routes. That was kind of crazy, you know. Um, if you're gonna go against a team that's gonna pressure you that much. I don't think your route combination should be like 12 to 15 yards down the field. Uh, you know, that makes absolutely no sense to me. I think, I think they thought they would be able to run the ball more and uh, the Ravens had a hell of a game. Um, so I think this is going to be a better game from the Ravens, um, from the um, Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, I think uh, I call, I call, I call Chargers on this one. I don't see them losing twice to the Ravens. Yeah, me too. I, so, so I, what's, I think our, gonna... what's our NFL predictions? What's our predictions for all four games? Um, well, you just said I, I like the Chargers too. I think they're going to force uh, Jackson into throwing the ball more, and I, I think that's how they're going to beat them. Um, the other game tomorrow, the Eagles and the Bears. Um, it looks like the Bears are going to win that game, but you never know with the Eagles with Nick Foles. But it's all pointing towards the Bears to me. Um, I want the Eagles to win, but it's looking <laughs> like the Bears are going to win. Um, and the games today, I I, uh, I like Seattle over Dallas. 
Um, and I'll take the other game. I'll take the Colts over the Texans too. Yeah, the Texans for me, this is the thing. Like offensively, I'm not really um, – um, the, the offensively is where the, the Texans is the beast. Defensively, everybody – okay, I understand what they have in, in, in their front seven. Uh, but to, to me, all you need to do is max protect and block them, which I know it's easier said than done. Right. But the fact, <laughs> the fact is – the fact is – like I think JJ Watt was saying that, like, so, like especially when they played the Jets, he was like, "I don't understand why they had only one guy on me." Like, okay, I'll take it, but um, but if you're gonna, you can't block JJ Watt one on one, whatever. Uh, I don't know, I don't care who it is. <laughs> um, for me, the Texans' de- defensive backs are lacking. They even their linebacking linebacking a kind of lacking for me especially in coverage if you could take it you know if you could take it to them that way i think you could beat them uh uh because um offensively man uh that kid is uh special uh um I, he's proven me wrong he's uh, one of those uh guys i've been wrong i was wrong on i i knew he was going to be good but what he's doing is better than good you know and yes the scheme helps but he's playing outside that he's Ad lib skills is kind of like uh, is higher than I, than I thought it was gonna be. Um, he's he's actually he's gonna be a better quarterback than I thought he would be. Um, well, this uh, is their third game between each other too. Yeah, that's gonna be a that's and gonna they be split a, their first two. Dude, both that's gonna be a rough were, game. Yeah, and both that, games with three point games too. This so. this that game and the Ravens game is gonna be one of those football games that we need to watch, man. As football fans, man, this football this yeah. is gonna be awesome football. Um, um, the Cowboys game, I know people love to hate the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys have a chance. And the reason why I only say that, unless they, like, they, they, on, if they don't play, if they don't play, get ahead of themselves and feel like all of a sudden there's some kind of weird, ridiculously great passing offense and they actually do play defensive football and run the ball because that's the kind of team they have. I don't know where they think letting Dak throw the ball 40 sometimes a game, where the hell did that come from? Yeah, that that's not going to win your games. <laughs> you that have a run you have one of the best running backs in the league and you let him touch the ball 15 times and you let Dak throw the ball 38 times? Huh? Not right. Like that. Like, dude, that don't make no sense. Yeah. If that team when that team could when that team run the ball and play and and just let Dak make few a few completions here and there and put that defense on you Man, it's hard. They're they're very similar. They to me that team and the way they play, they're very similar. The problem is one team absolutely knows exactly what they want to do to you. Seattle does not have any kind of thing in their mind about being an an, an attacking offense. They know they not they're not gonna drop seven drop seven step drops and throw the ball long. They're not trying to do that. All they're trying to do is come in and beat your head, beat you upside the head. That's it. That's what they do, and they do that every weekend. The Cowboys, like, one, they'll do it once in a while, but most of the time they're trying to throw the ball multiple times. This is ridiculous, you know. Yeah. So, so I, I will trust Seattle more than I'll trust uh, the Cowboys because I think one team knows who they are and the other team is kind of flaky about it. Right. You know? And, you know, and one team knows how to win and the other one – you know, like with the head coach, yeah, I'll trust exactly. Carroll over uh, Jerry Jones's boy there. 
any day of the week. <laughs> Still yep. got two more games left, so I mean, uh, who am I missing? Um, Chicago and the Eagles and the Chargers. Yeah, the- I, oh, I, I said, yeah. Chargers is going, so, so you really messed yeah. up. Yeah. I said Chicago, man. Uh, I like I like I said before, I'm a big big fan of the Chicago defense, and uh, and uh, and uh, I think I think Mac called him an evil genius. The 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 um the Chicago defense defensive head coach. Yeah. Um, listen to me. If if I, the little bit of film I've watched, those safeties and those linebackers and the 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 front seven. I mean, dude, if you want to see pure technical guys know where they're supposed to be, you know, defense. Just watch these guys play, man. It is ridiculous the things they do, the places they come from to stop plays. Like they sit. There was one play I was watching where the safety. Kind of backpedaled in, like he was about probably like twenty yards down the field, and mm-hmm. he noticed, and he noticed the crossing route, and then the crossing route was coming into a zone where, where he was gonna be open, and he took off, he took off, man, and he batted the ball down like like a jet, you know, yeah. like, you know, um, yeah, you you that kind of awareness, that kind of um. Uh, 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 the kind of the way they play, man, it's it's incredible to see. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, no, no, this is this come down to me. Um, yeah, that's you now. <laughs> Andrew Luck uh, for one of the last five out of six games, including the four game win streak, and be able to be in the playoffs. Um, yes, sir. So and so the way you beat Andrew Luck is you play forty eight minutes. The man can get to get two interceptions in the first half and come in the second half firing on all mm. angles. Um, I'm I'm going to pick the Colts to win over the Texans. Um, it's not because of it's not because of Mr. Watson who's who's good. It's not because of Hopkins who haven't had one drop pass this season, which is amazing. I have never heard a wide receiver not have one drop pass. Um, I'm I'm picking the Colts because of Mr. Andrew Luck. You know, coming out of a, I guess, a very serious uh, injury and and not playing for, I think, what two years and coming out still and still coming back like on top of his game. I'm going to pick Andrew Luck. Um, I feel like the, I feel like the Texans is going to choke at the last. <laughs> <laughs> I got Andrew Luck. Uh, I got Andrew Luck. Um, let me see the Chargers um, over the rape um, Chargers versus Ravens. Uh, my fiance is gonna kill me, but I have the Chargers. <laughs> um, You're gonna live with her. Be yeah. careful. Uh, so, yeah, I, yeah, we sleep in yeah we sleep in the same bed and everything. But I have the Chargers beating the Ravens, and the only reason why is because um, you know um, Lamar Jackson. It's no it's no disrespect to me, but. Um, I feel like it's gonna be real hard harder for you, you know. It's gonna be a real it's gonna be a real tough day for you. Um and I feel like Phillip Rivers is gonna be on top of his game. Yeah, he yeah, you know, the Ravens defense is great. Let's let's not, you know, let's let's be for real. The Ravens defense is great. But I feel like Phillip Rivers is gonna be on top of his game. Um, I agree. And he's gonna be the difference maker in into winning that game. Um Seattle, Seattle and Dallas, I have Seattle winning. Um, I, I don't have no, I don't have no faith in it. Uh, if they stop um, Zeke or they stop Cooper, 
Um, I feel like the, the Seattle could win that game, and Russell Wilson would find find some way to get the yards, whether it's passing or whether it's he got to run. Russell Wilson is always going to find some way. It's not like this guy doesn't have the experience in playoffs, you know. Um, so I have Seattle, and um, and my my upset is the the Eagles. I have the Eagles beating Chicago. Oh Jesus! And I know you're going to kill me, Simon, and I, I know you're saying, "Oh Jesus, why?" Um, Nick Foles have a uh, a career a career complete completion percentage of seventy two percent in the playoffs itself. The man, the man, Nick Foles is he's 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 looking for something, you know. Hmm. The past three weeks, I mean, yes, the defense is is crazy suspect, but Nick Foles is looking for something, and I don't know, you know, Chicago is is a very young team. And I give Chicago all Chicago, and I've been said it in a few podcasts. Chicago defense is elite, but when you have somebody like Nick Foles so hungry that that wants it, and with the and with the I guess with the wide receivers and the lim, the limitless uh, running back, I guess talent. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Eagles to win by three in Chicago. That's that's my upset. I think the Eagles is going to pull it out. Were they the one? No, would they beat Chicago? In my opinion, yeah. The one guy I don't, I don't, I don't trust, or I don't, we don't know enough about yet. I still think is is Trubinsky. Yeah, yeah Trubinsky. he's the one guy that scares me in that game. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That's the thing. The reason why the reason why I'm not scared again is because to me the the Philly DBs uh they're okay yeah, but most of the good the guys they're like all they're all like second third exactly. string guys yeah. right i said they defense i think it's only one i think it's only one safety that's remaining i think i want to say what's his name um i forget his name i think it's only one safety is remaining from the starting starting crew from the beginning of the season not, not so, like I, said, so I don't know suspect, but I don't know. Not this. I think Nick Foles is gonna have is gonna be on top of this game. I mean, the man, the man came to, to <laughs> Los Angeles and won, and then he came back home and beat the uh beat Houston, and then and then of course he beat the Deadskins. But um, yeah, <laughs> like you went, they, they went from oh, out of the playoff position to a playoff position with a little with a little help from Chicago. So now, so got, I think I'll yeah, I, that that got you in that position. <laughs> <laughs> that that the the thing people like this is the this is my thing with with uh with Foles is like uh the the Eagles have a really decent team people forget man that offensive line is like there's pro bowlers all over that and offensive line, line is they, good too that defensive they, line is ridiculous man their linebackers is ridiculous um that team is a really good well put together team you know that's the reason why they won the Super Bowl last yeah. year. So yes, yes, I agree with you. Um, like I said, like I said, Foles, uh, Foles, Foles is like magic. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Yeah, Foles got the better defense, but you know, when when you like, like this is feeling like kind of like deja vu, but in a different, different uh, atmosphere. Because uh, the Eagles was, I think, number one. Was they number one last year? Uh, in the- what in defense? No, no, I was saying in general, like record wise. Well, uh, the Eagles, when the Eagles won a Super Bowl, wasn't they number one in uh, the NFC? Uh, and they had home field? Mm, no, uh, was they number mm, one or was they two? It was, I guess they, know? I think they they were because they, they did have home field. They didn't go on the exactly. road, right? Uh, no they way. Played, they, played, they played the Vikings at home. 
They played. That the was the championship game. game. And I think they had that bye week. They played Atlanta. Yes, they did. They beat Atlanta. Wasn't that the wild card or was that the divisional? No, that was the second round. Oh, right. Oh, that's right, because Atlanta beat the Rams in the first round. Exactly. And then right. they beat Atlanta exactly. and then they beat uh, Minnesota. That's yeah, right. so I think either the first seed or the second seed. It's a different atmosphere, so they have to win on the road. <laughs> this is like this is like the New York Giants, who even though they can't do what the Giants done, but still, they uh this is a different atmosphere, and I feel like Foles is still on fire. He, for some reason, he's still on fire. I don't know. Maybe Carson Wentz need to, you know, no, no, there's no, no disrespect to you, Mr. Wentz. Maybe you need to be injured at the last three games of the season and let. And let <laughs> <take over. laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh, well, we'll he we'll wasn't see, healthy man. all year, we'll, so I'm, we'll, I'm going to give him a pass for this. Yeah, year. he wasn't. His knee yeah, was not 100. Yeah, definitely, I agree. And then it's back towards the I, end. Uh, so. um, I, I, I feel what I feel. I think a lot of fans. It's, like I said, uh, I have a few uh, Philly fans in my building, and they're uh, they they. That's how they talk, man. They they really believe in this magic. You know, like I said, I listen. I believe in magic to a point. You know, I know that the 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 magician is pulling some kind of string right. somewhere. So <laughs> hey, I would love to see it. So, yeah. I'll be rooting for it. That's but means, yeah. We'll see. That's, yeah, I'll, I mean, yeah. it would be fun. Yeah. Definitely, it would be fun. It'll be a yeah. fun playoff game. You know, and, and, yeah. and you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I know we'll we'll be talking about it. As long as we don't see the Pats in the Super Bowl, I'm good. And uh, Dallas, I don't want to see Dallas. And I don't want to see brother. Dallas either. Yeah, yeah, both yeah, of them could exactly. go. Yeah, they go. They could go fishing for for. What I mean, I, I'm, I I'm rooting yeah, in the AFC. I wouldn't mind seeing the Chargers because of Philip Rivers. You know, he'd <laughs> yeah. love to see him get in there, but who knows? Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll, see. well, well, it's been well, it's been longer than what I expected. I thought it was going to be a short one, but it was very, very good, very good podcast. Um, make sure that y'all give us a follow on Twitter, Jets Fans Podcast. Um, follow us on Facebook at NY Jets fans. Um, until another episode, it's always been good. It's always been good, fellas. Um, always. Yeah. Yeah. So until next week, guys. Yeah, this one's yeah, good. Hopefully, we'll have a new head coach, but we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. All, All right, right guys. guys. Until next week. All right, get up. Get up.